Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here with an on-time Dr. Stillman. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, doctor. So if you want to get in on our discount, it ends today or tomorrow. Um, you can't be saying nonsense like that today or tomorrow. It either well, ends today or I tomorrow. I, I can't remember if today is the last day of September or is tomorrow the last day of September. It's tomorrow the, th is the 30th the last day of September. Okay, Tomorrow's so it, end, it, end, it ends tomorrow. Okay. Got to forgive Jim people. It's his TBI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lots of head trauma. Um, you know, laissez-faire. So it, it basically our 50% off the first month of fundamentals wellness with coaching ends ends tomorrow. So if you want to check that out, the link is in the description. Um, also get on our email list. We do weekly webinars um, and you'll get an email Monday, Wednesday to get in on those webinars. They, mm -hmm. they are not live streamed. And then they'll be uploaded as a bonus to. Well, the, they are live streamed, but they're just not live streamed to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, well, and the rest of them. Well, yeah, they're 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 recorded live streams. They're just not publicly streamed. Thank you, thank you, doctor. So, well, they um, are streamed to people on the list. So that is kind of public. Yeah, but that's a pri that's a private stream. You have to it's be on not, the list to not, get the invite. Right, right. It's not publicly. It's not right, public because we say things YouTube. that would get us punished by the algorithm. Right, and we're probably going to do that today as well. So we do that every si day. Since I'm already in in, in Instagram jail, uh, I saw a really neat clip on Instagram. It's actually narrated by Morgan Freeman, so it's very calming. And uh, <laughs> you, you know, uh, before I talk about that, you know, the, the, the title is is why are, why why so many people are sick and overweight. And and I think Dr. Stillman and I would both agree that the overall common theme is humans living a more indoor lifestyle, less sun. Uh, less manual labor. That's probably the number one, but, but the number two, there's a couple of, a couple of big factors here. And in this little mini documentary that, that Morgan Freeman was doing, it talks about how the cigarette companies bought up all the food companies. And then the food companies basically hire scientists and Rob Wolf gets into the, into this in his book about uh, wired, called to wired to eat, where he yeah. talks about the neuroregulation of appetite. And these, these scientists basically, um, are paid to make you addicted to the food, just like with cigarettes. You know, they use nicotine right. to get people addicted to cigarettes. And, and, and the cigarette companies argued for years, no, 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 the cigarettes are not addictive. They're not addictive. And then finally they proved they're addictive and they, they had to regulate it. Um, and so they're doing basically the same model they did in their cigarette business with the food companies. And they mm -hmm. said that the average, the food company produces 6,000 calories per person uh of of food that's what they produce daily so in the united um, states yeah in the united states and um you know of course this is owned by vanguard and you know all that six thousand calories per person per person per day wow yeah so it's a lot of food be, you know you combine the indoor lifestyle with uh being addicted to processed food and i mean the number one thing you can do if you want to lose weight get healthier is to stop eating industrialized processed food but then the thing they forgot they left out was the government was subsidizing the government is subsidizing all these uh crops that essentially are used in the processed food industry right. uh, that are making people sick so you've got the government behind the scenes subsidizing the food to make it cheaper because you go to the grocery store and you know a twinkie uh or a snickers bar government uh, is, is cheaper is cheaper than and we can plug dr someone's book I wrote about free, this in my book which will soon be on audible by the way 
which I've um, been I've been talking about this since I was in college, which is 15 right. years ago now. So you go to the grocery store and you bag a buy a bag of carrots and it's more expensive than a Snickers bar <clears throat> or Twinkie, right? Which has involves factories and all sorts of chemicals and and stuff and you grow right. something in the ground and it's just it's all and then of course you know you got the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical industrial complex was just making an fortunes. absolute fortunes fortunes and fortunes you know they all always pick on the oil syndrome. they always pick on the oil industry right but they of course never pick on the pharmaceutical industry you know, never. never that never. is the golden so, the golden the golden calf the sacred cow thou shalt so, not criticize the pharma cartel right so there's there's uh there's a little synopsis for you doctor you can run with that a little bit did you know that i did my i wrote my honors thesis in college on this basically this topic i'm surprised they let you graduate i know right especially because i went to a liberal arts college where virtually everyone was liberal but the funny thing about this is at the but that, time, how long ago was that 15 years so 15 years ago though there was still some rational liberals uh, i know I know like, there were there were still Bill, they were, there was still like Bill Mars that you know, Bill Maher. If you disagree with Bill Maher, he's basically going to say, I don't like what you but what you think. But I, you, I, you have every right to think that way. I just yeah. don't think you're right. Right. Yeah. So I wrote now that just, I wrote my my honors thesis on the public health effects of factory farming, specifically animal factory farming. And it was very clear the government is the problem straight through the whole thing. Yeah. They created a system where. They subsidized commodity crops to make them cheap. That's corn, soy, wheat, etc. That allowed a lot of those commodity crops to then be cheap enough to feed to the pigs or cattle or whatever else in the feedlots. Then the states would pass laws that were favorable to different industries. So then you get these really, really weird uh, situations where like 25% of all, and I don't, don't quote me on these statistics because A, they're old and B, I don't know if I remember all of this accurately from 15 years ago when I was researching it, but approximately, if I recall correctly, 15, 50% or 25% of all the hogs in the United States that are raised for slaughter are raised in Iowa. Mm -hmm. 25%. Think about it. There's 50 states. Iowa's yeah. not one of the biggest states. 25% of all the hogs are being raised in Iowa, 12.5% in North Carolina. So you have millions and millions and millions of animals. There's no sewage. There's no municipal, like if you had a city of 12, you know, 12,000, a hundred thousand people there, you'd be, it would be required to have septic and sewage and municipal water and treatment. None of that applies to animals. Mm -hmm. So you get these huge amounts of pollution, these very small areas. Which you is never, not never live by, by a big industrial pig farm because it, it when you drive by and that wind changes, terrible. man, it'll make yeah. your eyes, your eyes water. I mean, you'll it, suffer a lot if you live next to one of those places. And that's, that was what disgusted me with the whole thing is that none of this would have happened if the government had, had, had kept its nose out of, uh, out of the the food system and they didn't have all, any reason out, to really do this out of everything <laughs> out of everything yeah so anyway they created that and then what they did is um if you think about it right they're actually by the public road system they're subsidizing the transport of all this stuff which has also hurt the fact hurt the family farm so i go through this in my my thesis and i talk about all these different problems and i said look the american food system would be incredible if the government just weren't involved so yeah. Unfortunately, that that um, that is not the case, and it's going to get it's going to get worse and worse. And and then you've got 
you got corporations that are aligning with agendas to basically impose on people what uh, what they're going to be eating, you know. So you got to eat this, not that. And that makes know. it extremely important for people to focus on their own self-reliance, sustainability. You know, sustainability became such a such a politicized word, I think, sadly, because the idea of being sustainable is commonsensical. Who wants to be unsustainable in their growth or their, right. their strategy, their lifestyle, right? Um, and it just became this buzzword that meant, you know, we're going to eat cricket flour and, you know, not eat animals and mm -hmm. I don't know, live in tiny little super energy efficient, you know, homes. None of it has to be that way. You're going to live reality, in the, you're going to live in the metaverse. That's right. what you're going to do. You're so gonna bringing this back virtual to the girlfriend. Why are people sick and overweight? They're sick and overweight because of technology and they're sick and overweight because the government has created a food system where it is incredibly expensive and impractical to actually eat healthy. Right. And, and you have to, you have to make a deliberate choice and that's where having support groups and coaching and things like that are so important because you you are going the entire it's kind of like the beer bug. You know, there was so much propaganda and so many people saying, you know, you're going to kill. Grandma. There still is so much. And it still is that. But you've got that you're being beat over the head with with, you know, not only are you being brainwashed, but you're being forced financially because it's so much easier to just eat the cereal to eat the box of cereal, to, you know, feed your kids juicy juice. And it's just so convenient you, in order to buck the system. It's going to require, you know, time and effort and, and, um, you know, going outside and it's so easy to just scroll through Instagram or, or YouTube than it is to just, you know, put the phone down go for a walk or go outside and mow the grass or, you know, so you need, the whole system is rigged and it's designed to make you addicted to it. And so you need accountability and you need people to remind you that, Hey, look, if you want this, you're going to have to like manage this. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people have a really hard time or not self-aware enough yet to do that. And they need some support with that. So, you know, it's like when everyone's walking that direction and you've had 10 people walking the other direction, people look at you like you're, You've lost Crazy. your mind and it's very oh, easy right. for you. It's very easy for you to get frustrated and feel alone and lost when you're one of the few people, you know, who's uh, acting rationally, who's acting rationally. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Jim. No, I'm not. I'm not angling for any political uh, appointments. Uh, so, yeah, no, we, we, we want to stay out of politics as much as possible. Like, I, I don't <laughs> like I don't want to put a, gi a giant big target on my head. So, so, yeah, that's why people are sick and overweight today. And the answer is to make life more simple. It's to cut expenses that you don't need for technology that's only hurting you. It's to focus on the little things because the little things add up. I mean, you wouldn't believe how much they add up. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that in their, in their backyard, they can probably grow enough food to replace all of the fresh food or fresh items on their grocery bill if they live in a warm place. And if you are depending, willing to yeah, put depending up, on where they live. Yeah. And even if you live in a cold place, throw up a greenhouse. Right. Well, Extend I was talking I was talking to my brother the other day and his uh, his son shot uh, two deer and and that's literally going to feed them for like almost two years, the whole family. So it's amazing, right? That's you know, amazing. and that's organic grass fed organic deer. Grass fed. Well, yeah. Free so range, it, it's really, deer. it's really funny. 
it's not funny, but the, the guy who was like head of the agriculture department at the University of Iowa got fired a couple years ago because he stood up and said cows are supposed to eat grass. And he immediately got fired for saying that from the university because guess what the number one crop in Iowa is? Corn. corn. And what do they feed it to? Cows and pigs. And so he was saying that, you know, the number one, uh, you know, which is true, cows are supposed to eat grass bites and eat that kind of stuff. I mean, they'll eat corn if they're starving to death, but um, he got fired for that. So that's that's the world we live in. You get fired and ostracized and put in jail for telling the truth. You know, that's almost unbelievable. Uh, wow, that's remarkable. That really happened. It really happened. That really happened. Well, are you surprised with some of the things that are happening today? Uh, I'm not. But, you know, yeah. I think the, what's funny. You have certain certain government bodies saying that, that men can, can breastfeed. Um, sure, no, I, I, I get it. But what's funny about this, right, is that not funny actually at all, is that you'll find people who kind of want to have their cake and eat it too on both sides mm -hmm. of this aisle. There's right. the people over here who are like, well, we want everything to be, um, we want people to be free and we want to have whatever traditional family values and so on and so forth. And then those same people will do things like say, well, we, we have to, and they'll vote for people who are going to, you know, create these giant agricultural subsidies or new regulations or whatever. And so there's a lot of problems on both sides of the aisle. Well, and, yeah, I was I was watching a, a clip from Milton Freeman and you know the great economist, and he's like, the only thing you need to know about the economy is how much is the government spending? Because you see all these people complaining about, you know, uh, how much things cost right now, and they're blaming corporations, and they're mm -hmm. gonna, and it it comes down to government spending. The more money the government spends, the more the you know what if you get taxed with inflation. I mean that's that's mm -hmm. what it is. The more money the government spends, the more inflation there is. The more money they print, the more inflation there is. And they don't understand that at all. They have no understanding of economics. And so, and then what happens is the government comes in and says, we're going to, we're going to put price controls in and we're going to take over the market. And then we run out of stuff. And so like the Soviet Union, people don't realize, or Venezuela, there was no shortage of money. There was way too much money. There was a shortage of things to buy with that money. And well, but also a shortage of... In some cases, you get a shortage of you need so much money to buy things that even though there's a lot of money, you need even more in order to buy the things that you need. Well, the, the things is really the important thing, because if there's no things, it doesn't matter how much money there is. That's true. Right. So that's what drives up. So you get these. What happens is you print the money. Uh, inflation starts running out of control because there's more money chasing less things. And then the government says, we're going to fix the prices and we're going to make sure like. Like, for example, if you said, like, say gasoline, right? Mm -hmm. Say there's a shortage. Say we have an emergency and there's a shortage of gasoline and they and they, they raise the gas prices. Well, to I, I get what you mean. Well, I'm explaining it for the for the for the for the other folks, too, because mm -hmm. um, we've talked about this stuff all the time. So if you raise the gas, say their gas prices go up to twenty five dollars a gallon. Only the people that really need that gasoline for absolute need it are going to buy it. Right. But if you say there's a disaster, there's a shortage of gasoline, but you can't raise that price over $2. Everybody in their freaking, remember it during, uh, you know, there was people putting gasoline yeah, in, in, in trash bags. Yeah. You know, they were filling trash bags with gasoline. So if there was a disaster and there was a shortage of gasoline, 
and they said you cannot raise your prices over two dollars there wouldn't be any gasoline left mm -hmm. so that's the beauty of the free market is that it basically protects people from having things run out right so the, the, that's right. the goal the goal would be to basically um allow small businesses allow people to innovate so they could produce more things that way the price stays reasonable right but that's not the case um you know they're doing everything they can to centralize and and uh really make it harder home. make it harder for people to produce things on their own yeah so buy my book dying to be free mm-hmm have a great day, everyone. Don't forget to get outside. Join the Fundamentals weekend. of Wellness. 50% off the first month and then 11 monthly payments after that. Right, Jim? Yeah. And of course, you can cancel it any time if you don't, if you don't find value in it. Mm -hmm. that's, true. that's totally fine. So have a great day. Take care, everyone.